Uh, Brad Dodd is with us now. He joins us, CC East Mantle Football Operations Manager. The Sharks had a narrow first-up loss to Peel. They head to Bassendean Oval on Saturday for round number two. Cameron Eardley plays his 150th game for the club. He achieves life membership on Saturday. Brad, good morning. Morning, guys. How are we? Hey, Very well. Uh, nice to chat to you. Now, I was just chatting to Bowie a little bit earlier before we talk about East Mantle and the start to the season. Um, Williton v Linwood was a bit of a battle back in the day. Uh, you and you and Wowie crossed paths in junior footy and early days at East Mantle. It was. They were, they were uh, a fierce rivalry between the two. Um, Linwood were probably, yeah, always the stronger team. I think until maybe under-17s we might have got them. But, um, yeah, some great battles were had there. Did you win a grand final or not? Yeah, we. I won one. I think Linwood won a couple. They won more than us. But, um, yeah, definitely won with Williton. We are talking a bit earlier also about the strength of the East Mantle zone and uh, Corey Warner gets a debut for Sydney this weekend so another East Mantle product into the AFL system but um, you must pinch yourself when you look at that, that region the, the Willertons, the Rivertons, the Bull Creek Leamings gee they've been a real hot spot for, for AFL clubs and Waffle and the Waffle Club as well It's been, it's fantastic to have you know so many players come through and, and realise their dreams and um, you know even, even Cam Erdley who you know got drafted to Geelong but came back and, and it's playing his 150th game this week. It's a testament to the work that um, gets put into the zone but um, obviously a little bit of luck as well with the, the demographic. Cameron Early, 150 games as you said. A great servant. He's been very uh, very much a, a utility over the last years hasn't he? I mean he was almost an inside mid uh, through and through when he started and now you've put him to half back. Uh, he can go forward occasionally as well. Uh, just a word on Cameron Eardley and his deeds to reach game 150. Yeah, you're right. He's been a, a fantastic servant. He um, he got drafted as a, as a half-back and played um, at Geelong there, but when he returned, he went inside mid and established himself as one of the you know premier inside mids of the competition. And uh, A couple of years ago, yeah, Bill threw him to half-back and he you know, he's, he's probably got better. You know, over the last three seasons, he's probably the the premier state. You know, he's the state halfback, um, courageous player. Um, you know, really tries to lift when when we're under pressure, and um, it's fantastic that he that he's earned life membership this weekend. It's a fair milestone now, isn't it? 150 games in the waffle. Gone are the days where players play 200 plus games. I think 150 games is is a real reflection of longevity in the competition. It is, especially you know the majority of, of his career at Ishmael, Unfortunately, he hasn't played finals, so um, you know he's probably only ticking over 18 games a season. Um, you know he's been really durable um, with injury and. And, and you're right, it's, it's going to get harder and harder to see these guys you know, play for the eight, ten years that they need to, to to hit the 150 mark. Dot, has it been logistically a nightmare or difficult uh, through the off-season and pre-season? Obviously now East Mount Oval not there and the redevelopment's commenced, but the training venues and different areas, has it been a logistical nightmare for you at all? It has been a challenge. Um, you know, we sort of, we're, we're almost month by month um, where we train and thankfully Fremantle have, have been outstanding in terms of giving us access to Coburn it's a you know state-of-the-art facility to train on um, you know we've been lucky enough to to have that for pretty much the whole pre-season and up until the end of this month and and hopefully a couple more months after but um, that's 
it's all been st- sort of up in the air. So um, that's been a challenge. The players have been really good with it. Um, you know, we've tried to make sure that we uh, we just get on with it and um, and move forward with it. And um, and today, it's, it's yeah, the players have been outstanding. Has there been talk about rivet and reserve being used as a training base potentially as well? Yeah, there's probably you know three or four grounds in the stable that we uh, that we like that I like to have up, up our sleeve just in case um, you know there's a change of plans which um, we've had over the last couple of weeks. So uh, Riverton's just about to have their lights upgraded, so uh, our Colts will train there, and um, and there's obviously the opportunity for us to go there if uh, if we get stuck. What about the old stomping ground, Burrinder? Would that be an option, or the lighting's not good enough? It's not, uh, yeah, lighting's always a challenge, I guess. Also, the you know, the junior clubs and, and the senior clubs, uh, um, you know, they're starting to ramp up their season. So that's probably the biggest challenge, really. Dottie, in control, round one against Peel, but run over in the back end, a disappointing loss. Um, what What's come from it, and, and where do we need to improve for round two? Yeah, one that got away, I guess, the drive home from Mandra is a long one. So yeah. There's a few what ifs that you go through uh, on the on the way back, but um, you know, at the end of the day, there was just just small moments where we let ourselves down. You know, we probably fumbled a little bit more than we would have liked, and and then obviously didn't take our chances going inside fifty, particularly in the second half. I thought Peel defended really well, and and um, we weren't able to bring the ball to ground and and at least lock it in. So, um, you know, some really good learnings from it. We we think we played. You know, it's probably a twenty-minute twenty-minute patch where we where Peel sort of got on top, and that cost us. Um, and obviously, against good sides, you can't afford to to have those moments. So, um, good challenge for the boys this week against Swans, and and hopefully they can respond. These early season games may be hard to know exactly what you get from the opposition. Peel, particularly last week with their Dockers representation, but what have you scouted from Swans who had a narrow loss first up? Yeah, I think they're a uh, you know they're going to be around the mark this year. I think um, if they can stay healthy, they've got a, a pretty dangerous forward line. It's it's um, not all centred on one player. They can spread their goal kickers around, and um, their back line's probably unheralded a little bit like ours. But um, generally, they get the job done. And it's like most games, it's going to come down to the midfield, and they've got some good players running through there who, if, if we allow them to play on their terms, can can be pretty damaging. So. Um, it's going to be a big challenge for the for our mids, and and hopefully, yeah, we can get some looks inside fifty and and get the result. Have you been impressed with your new recruits, Dotty, this year? They sort of seamlessly fitted into the group and had an impact. Yeah, it's, I think that's been a challenge in that you know we probably had I think four or five last week that have come in, and how that mix works, and and you know how they get used to their teammates. So. They've all had their moments. They've, um, they're all sort of building. Um, you know, Harry Marsh was, was quite out of the blocks last week, but, you know, nine inside 50s, 20 touches. He he really lifted over the back three quarters. And, and Tom Joyce, you know, I was, I was talking to him yesterday. He's only played 20 senior games of footy. So, um, you know, he's, he's going to get better as the more games he's played. So Fraser Turner, who... who we uh, recruited as a winger, and um, through injury, we've had to play back. Um, you know, he he blows up our GPS, and he's probably been the most consistent of the new guys that have come in. But um, you know, obviously, we're pretty 
keen to get him back onto the wing at some stage. Brad Dodd with us. He's the Mantle Football Operations Manager. They got Swans at Bassendine on Saturday. Any players likely to come back? Alex Montebarn was a late withdrawal. Cody Leggett came back through the reserves. You're likely to add any to your group? They, those guys in particular got through training last night. So uh, we've got another, another session tonight. So hopefully they get through. I think Cody's a bit of a slow burn. He's um, obviously coming off two hamstring tendon injuries um, over the last two years, so we're pretty keen to make sure we don't rush him back. So he might he'll be likely to play reserves this week, and um, and hopefully find his way back into the side over the next few weeks. Well, you're too tall against Peel, um, particularly with Montabam being a late withdrawal. It robbed you of a small forward. Do you look back on your selection in that game and think you were too tall? I don't think so. I think we we probably saw an opportunity. Um, obviously, they had Hambling and then a couple of younger key defenders. Um, so we we thought we might be able to stretch Peel in that space. And, um, you know, we think we needed the support with a second ruck instead of Hugh Dixon doing the second ruck because he's been a little bit underdone as well. So I think Eddie Simpson was probably the best out of the out of the key forwards. So he was probably the one that, that came in. Um, so, yeah, I guess... It's probably one of those what-ifs on the way back from uh, from Mandra that we went through. Dottie, who's impressed you from the, the kids' point of view, likely to uh, who's come into the senior system this year or pushing in the Colts level at the moment that may get some senior footy to back into the year? Yeah, there's been... Um, we've had, I guess, a, a, a group of the, the Colts um, eligible players train with the seniors over the pre-season. Um, and a few of those have started in the Colts, um, you know, just to, you know, obviously push their claims for state 18s. And I think the, the, the two that stand out at the moment are James Spadanuda and, and Sam Otto. So um, James had 37 on the weekend, the Colts spawned from off half back. Um, you know, I see him as potentially being able to play league footy at some stage this year. Um, and Sam Otto, again, is. Is a pretty versatile player. Unfortunately, spending a bit of time in the ruck at the moment because we're pretty pretty short uh, in the Colts. But he's been able to sort of compete there and then really show his assets around the ground. So they're they're probably two to watch out for that we think um, will bring up into the senior program. You know, midway through the year. Will Hugh Dixon play this week? He copped a knock on Friday. Yeah, he'll definitely play. Um, unfortunately, he yeah, copped a. a bit of a knock into his uh, hit pointer so that hindered him a little bit and um, you know I think he's pretty keen to bounce back it wasn't probably his best performance and we know he's got sort of top end talent at this level so um, you know I'd expect him to bounce back this week Should be a good game one of the best games of round two in the waffle Bassendine Oval Swan Districts and Eastern Mantle uh, Brad thanks for your time this morning Thanks guys That's Brad Dodd the Eastern Mantle Footy Operations Manager and former teammates and adversary too in junior footy of Shane Mowoden.